Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, what's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm ready for today's show. Awesome. Let's do it. I'm ready. I've I've heard a little bit about this, but like with most things we talk about, not a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking about EBV Epstein-Barr virus. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay. So... EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, it's in the herpes family of viruses. It is the virus that's most commonly known for causing mono. So if you had mono as a kid, you know, you're homesick for a month with the sore throat and the abdominal pain and the fatigue and all of that, that's caused by Epstein-Barr virus. Okay. In our practice, you know, functional and integrative medicine, the reason that we get concerned about EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, is because it can reactivate later in life and bring back a lot of issues. So So does this mean that someone who has had mono mm -hmm. before, say they had it in high school, this is something that that it could get reactivated theoretically? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, it does get reactivated. Um, So uh, about 90% of people by the time they're an adult have been exposed to EBV. Okay. Some people never know that they were ever exposed, never had symptoms of mono, never was an issue at all. But you test their blood and they have antibodies there. So you know that they've been exposed at some point during their life. Okay. The reason EBV becomes such an issue is because it can cra- cause this chronic, like crushing, debilitating fatigue okay. in some people with a reactivation. It can trigger a lot of things, actually. So EBV can trigger a lot of autoimmune condi- conditions. Um, Sjogren's, lupus, RA, MS. Um, the EBV, the Epstein-Barr virus, has even been linked to ho- a type of Hodgkin's and a type of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Is there a way if you to like the other the stuff that it could trigger are mm-hmm. obviously obvious things? Yeah, you know, is EBV as obvious when you have that, or it are de- you really looking at the triggers? It depends on what kind of provider you're going to. Okay. Um, so when I have someone that comes into me that has been through the mill with a bunch of providers and the main symptoms are like, I'm just tired all the time, like just crushing fatigue, can't get out of bed, don't want to do anything, don't feel like working, don't feel like taking care of my family, just like, ugh, I'm always so tired, I don't feel right. good, right. Um, chronic headaches, chronic brain fog. You know, of course, we always think, oh, well, that could be hormones, and it absolutely could be. And we look at thyroid and think maybe it's thyroid. We look at adrenals. But one of the other things that we need to be thinking about is EBV reactivation. Okay. A lot of um, traditionally trained providers are not going to recognize that that could be an issue. So how would you tell the difference? Like, is there, are there labs? What, what do you yep. test for? So there is blood work that you look at with this. So there's okay. four different labs that you have to have. Um, there is the uh, VCA, which is viral capsid anti- capsule antigen, IgM. So okay. VCA, IgM. That's what becomes positive with an acute infection. So either you've just been exposed to EBV and you're going through it now, or it can also be positive in reactivation though we don't always see that. Then there's the VCA IgG. This is a long-term antibody. If you've ever been exposed to EBV ever and your body has fought it off, you're going to have a positive VCA IgG. So then there's the um, nuclear antigen, the EBNA IgG, also positive for long-term. Okay. Then we have the early antigen IgG. This is what we see spike with a reactivation. 
Interesting. Those seems like those are very specialized tests. Very specialized. Okay. You're it's, not an easy see it. it's an easy okay. test to get if somebody will order it for you. It's a simple blood draw we do here in the office or send you with a lab order to get it done. It's not a complicated one to get done, but it's very specific. You have to know what you're looking for. Is that a panel? And, and it shows all, all the mm -hmm. labs you just mentioned? Yeah, you can either order them individually or some labs have it as like an EBV panel. Got it. Um, but if you're doing that panel, like you have to make sure that they've put all four of those onto that panel so we can really truly see what's going on. So, okay, someone comes in, mm -hmm. they get this, they get this, these, this lab panel done, cues you to say, hey, you've got EBV yeah. reactivation. Yeah. What do you do then? Like what happens? So these it seems are, terrible. It is. It's not it's not fun. Um, these are the people, first of all, that I get a thank you just for finding. Right. I, I literally talked to one yesterday and she was like, I don't care how hard it's going to be to fix. I'm just glad I know what it is now. Right. Because a lot of times these are people that have been through, you know, through a lot of people. They just keep being told everything's normal. Everything's normal. I don't know what's wrong with you. Get more sleep. You know, I don't know. Um, so we find this and. It's great to know what's going on, but yeah. it can be a harder one to get under control because it requires a lot from the patient. Lots of lifestyle changes, vitamin supplements, staying healthy is yeah. what it is. Um, so this reactivates typically in times of extreme stress or illness. Um, so interestingly enough, they're even doing some studies now um, hypothesizing that COVID long hauler is actually uh, in, in a lot of patients an EBV reactivation. Really? Yeah, because that extreme yeah. Illness, you know, getting that sick with COVID, if, you know, 90% of adults have had EBV at some point, they could very easily reactivate and symptoms overlap. Yeah, the lot. symptoms sound almost identical, yeah. Yeah. you know, in ways. Um, so there, there are, there's been a couple small studies that they've done. I hope they go further with it. Yeah. Um, but they are finding these reactivation numbers in long haul patients. Wow. Um, so you know, immune system compromise spikes it. So getting it back under control is all about controlling the immune system. Okay. Occasionally, I've seen prescriptive medications work, um, being like Valtrex or something like that, because it's in the herpes family. I have seen something like that work occasionally. Um, that was usually when we caught the reactivation as soon as it happened and got it right back under control. I've had plenty of circumstances where that hasn't worked. It just hasn't. Um, so okay. then <clears throat> our whole focus is on boost the immune system. Everything okay. we can do to strengthen the immune system, um, antiviral uh, herbs and supplements. Um, so like olive leaf oil, uh, immunokinoko, which is a mushroom derivative, monolaurin, which is a coconut derivative. Um, high dose IV vitamin C is beneficial. Taking higher doses of vitamin C orally, um, you know, your vitamin D, like there, there's a long list of supplements that we kind of start at the top and slowly add things in. Um, lifestyle changes. So you you have to, you know, improve your sleep habits. You you need to exercise. Diet's critical. Um, detoxing the body. So we focus on antioxidants. We focus on getting really into a, a whole foods diet, eating really healthy, non-processed, all organic. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's a it's, lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot on the patient. It's not here's your pill that's going to fix it. Right. Um, but it gives you a diagnosis and a level of control. You yeah. can take your health into your own hands at that point, And you can know, like, if I do these things, I'm going to feel better. 
Now, you, you say feel better. Does that mean reverse it, or is it like a, you know, I'm just going to build up my immune system so I can better tolerate you EBV? can You can suppress it. So okay. we, we monitor, the, the one I'm monitoring most closely is that early antigen, because the VCA IgG and the EBNA IgG, they're always going to be there. They're always going to be elevated if you've okay. ever had it. The early antigen IgG is what I monitor to make sure that that's coming down and we're getting better control on it. Okay. This is a virus you will always have antibodies. They're always going to be present. It's always going to show that you've had it at some point. Our focus is suppressing the reactivation so that it just lays dormant in the body again. And once we suppress, then we've got to stay healthy. Real quick for, for the listeners, can you list off those symptoms one more time, just just in case, uh, yeah. you know, they might say that that sounds, sounds like, like you. Um, so chronic fatigue, brain fog, headaches. Um, some people even develop like sore throat, um, enlarged lymph nodes, things like that. But the biggest thing that I see p- people come in with is just overall just feeling very worn down, mm-hmm. very fatigued, and nobody can figure out why. Interesting. Well, like you said, yeah. such a big part of that is like, having just knowing what it is yeah you know knowing to look for it you got to know what to look for there is a book out there that i love it's by dr keisha kines it's called the epstein-barr virus solution okay um it's like a 500 page book i usually recommend that to my patients whenever i do diagnose ebv because it, it again gives you the power in your own hands these are the things that you can focus on eating these are the types of supplements and i go through that with everybody but sitting down reading having a book that you can highlight it's got like recipes in it it's got lifestyle things in it um, it's a really good book to help wrap your head around what it is that you're dealing with and how to how to get it under control again. Super cool. We will link that book in the description, guys. Uh, Robin, as always, I'm really appreciative of this. I, I had <laughs> no idea about EBV. Yeah. Super fascinating. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs> guys, you name it, we explain it. As always, we'll be back next time. Now, don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.